Blog Talk Radio. I think that's the right date, June 28, 2017. And look, if you want to hear about empathy and compassion in recruiting, you've come to the right place because Jerry, Jerry, is this? Dude, you said it, you said it was going to be a little shorter, but you didn't say there wasn't going to be any you know, monologue here. Hold on a second. First you of can't all, do I this to, to me, make, man. I told you not to make noise at the beginning of the show I when I heard someone. Cl- yeah, somebody what hung up the phone just just as soon as this, the, Hello, this thing man. came on. Now I right. introduce the show, and you're choking. I said, don't eat any food. That was, insi- dude, that was inside of 60 seconds, man. <laughs> That's a whole different <laughs> level of thing, man. I'm I'll Properly executed want- plans are the best. I want it. Okay. I still got another sixty seconds to get my mind around it. Okay, I'll, I'll, I actually have an intro, but I just put it to the side. I'll do sixty seconds. Bring it out. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey, everybody. Sometimes people do things that make me really mad, like Jerry, right? And my strong inclination is to call them nasty names. And sometimes it feels like I have to call them names. I have to call someone a dirty rat. Or I'm going to die. I feel like I'm going to die if I don't. But you know what? It's not professional to feel that way. And I know that. So I started looking for articles about, you know, personal improvement online. And I came upon something by a a goody-goody who said that the way to transform your personality is to start seeing good in the people you hate. And it made some sense to me. I mean, if someone is in front of me in traffic and they change lanes without signaling, I hate them. And I call them names. Right? But look, maybe they did it by accident and don't really know. Okay? But then I read another article about psychopaths at work. And let me tell you, there's a lot of articles about that. It's a popular topic. And I decided after reading them that you shouldn't go overboard imagining how nice, nasty people really are because some of them aren't nice at all. And you have to be ready to defend yourself against them, not cuddle up to them. No! So look, don't antagonize your enemies when you don't have to. That makes some sense. But look, don't think you're going to be a better person by making selfish people your friends. Friends like that, you don't need. But if you want to be a goody-goody and you disagree with me, call in right now to Jerry Jerry. What show is this? This is the Recruiting Animal Thank you. Okay. 
And I want to thank my sponsors, PC Recruiter and Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. You know, Dave Nicola keeps saying that I mispronounce Hire Tool. Well, why doesn't someone tell me how you say it? Hire Tool. I might misspell it, but I don't mispronounce it. Now, look, everybody, PC Recruiter is a Swiss Army knife of recruiting software, and Hire Tool is still the hottest new sourcing tool. And, in fact, in light of the LinkedIn extension crisis, Nintran from Hire Tool... Who's making that noise? Shut up! Not me. Maureen. That sounds like Maureen, and I don't even know if she's on the show, but I recognize... That's not Maureen. Maureen does never <laughs> makes noises like that. She whispers, but, but, okay? But let's just ask, is she online with us? I'm on the show. I, I, oh! And that was not yeah. me. There what she, a coincidence. What a coincidence. Yeah. And look, that was not me. Look, don't, don't, don't make me mute you now, okay? Nintran from Hire Tool might come here if he can later in the show to talk about the LinkedIn crisis, okay? So we'll get to that later. Right now, I want to go to our guest all the way from Tokyo, Tyron Giuliani. I think that's how you say it, Tyron Giuliani. Hard as hell to spell, okay? Tyron, Any relation? there. Hey. Hey, Animal, Maureen and Jerry. What it's a great Tyron. connection. I know. Yeah, it is. You sound great. And it sounds great. I know. All the way underwater. It's incredible. Okay. Okay. His email. Hold on. Thank you. Thank you, Maureen. Okay. His his, uh, Twitter address is Recruiter APAC. It's terrible. But you can spell it Recruiter (laughs) APAC. Okay? And uh, you know what? I looked for you. There is uh, a Tokyo Headhunter. There's a Tokyo Headhunter on Twitter, but he hasn't he hasn't posted in three years. You could probably get that name from him if you wanted to. Okay, I, so I, I'm going to move into the show. I'm going to get right. I'm in a speedy speedy mood today. Can everybody tell? Yeah. I had to waste yeah. a, a ten minutes arguing with Jerry at the beginning of the show. Okay, look, <laughs> you know this is what this guy does. He places advertising and media people in Asia. Am I right, Tyron? Yes or no? Yes, you are right. He lives in Ask Tokyo. Ask him what time it is night. in Tokyo right now. Let's establish. The I, I don't. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. You know what other people do. It's Man. one. No, they one a.m. One o six a.m. One a.m. Getting it in there. And the guy is awake just for us. <laughs> you drinking? <laughs> so it's it's Wednesday afternoon here, and it's one a.m. Thursday morning there, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So Around you're my bed. tomorrow. Wow. You're tomorrow wow. for us. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So he's been in Tokyo since 1998. Are you married to a Japanese woman? I'm married to a Korean woman who was born in Japan. So um, she, oh, okay. she, yeah, she's kind of in between a Japanese and a, and a Korean. She, uh, yeah, she, okay. Uh, I don't, we, well, this is a diverse show. We don't want to get into those issues. Okay. So okay, <laughs> you're on some touchy, touchy ground there, at least for the yeah, I know. United well, I know. States I, you listeners. Know what? Other countries I don't care. Never, you're allowed to talk about I stuff like that, but not here, damn it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, actually, you know what? I, I'll, I'll bring up something that I don't really want to talk about, but I heard that they're so narrow-minded culturally in Japan mm. that they, mm. uh, they brought over a bunch of Japanese people from Brazil, and once mm. they got there, nobody liked them because they didn't act like Japanese people anymore. Is that true, Yeah, that makes Pirates? Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, they okay. because you know they they actually trapped a lot of Japanese. They sent them over to Brazil originally, and they conned them. They got to Brazil. They were promised all this land, and they got yeah, there. And I didn't want to hear land. about history. I didn't want to hear about history. Why? But you know what? Interesting. I don't want to hear about recruiting in Japan here, people. 
No, no, I just have some bunch of articles, questions. Let me just get going, okay? You post a lot of articles on LinkedIn. You post a lot of articles on LinkedIn. Does it help your business? Yes, it does help my business. And I'll tell you exactly how it helps my business. Because um, I use those articles a lot when I market, or, you know, a marketing content strategy. I guess that's what you want to call it. I monthly send out three emails to about 1200 people in the region, APAC region. And all these people are general managers or directors or CEOs. All of them are on my LinkedIn connections or are clients or potential clients or senior people I've met over the years. And they get three emails from me um, a month and it's, it's an article, it's an insight, you know, whatever the theme I'm, I'm going on at that moment. And then I use that because I do a lot of marketing candidates, the old MPC, most placeable candidate strategy. I, um, when I find someone who's great and I think they've got something that's, you know, it's worth my time to, to send them out. I just get those people to tell me, okay, where, you know, if I can get you an interview, where would you love to, to, um, to go to? And they'll say, you know, I want ABC company and, and I can go to my list and invariably because that list is being curated pretty well. It's, it's one of the major you know, I, I, I recruit in a very niche space. It's, and so therefore, Let me I ask can a reach question, out to question, segments. question, question. Yep. How did you put the list together? You said over the years. Well, what, what do you do? Are these people that you've recruited in the past or called to recruit yep. or, or met yep. someplace? Well, how did you put your list together? Yep. It's, a co- it's a combination. So um, the, the beauty of certainly across Asia, as opposed to Japan per se, but across Asia, um, you know, all the presidents are online. They've all got profiles. They're all on LinkedIn. They're in the advertising business, right? So they're, they're about, you know, showing off and about telling the world yeah, but, how great they're. How, how do you know they're not going to delete? Do you just send it out or do you ask them first if you, for permission to send? No, I never ask permission. I'd rather see. Oh, really? So you just put a, a list of uh, over a thousand people together, and bam, you send this stuff out there. And they so call the, you later on. They, they say, I read your article, no, and I want you to do work for me. Is that what happened? I, I, it would be the other way around. It would be 95% of the time I would call them and say, oh, this is, you know, they, they're on my LinkedIn. Nearly every one of them is on my LinkedIn already. Um, so that, you know, they do see my updates. They see my name popping up all the time and stuff. So when I call them and say, hey, you know, it's Ty in Tokyo. And, you know, look, I've just met this outstanding person who's done blah, 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 blah. And, you know, that they've identified your company, your agency as a place I'd love to, you know, to be a part of, they know me. Mm-hmm. You know, they've had contact over the last you know, question, know, question, two years, three question. Years. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. How many how many connections do you have on LinkedIn? Uh, I don't know, about eight thousand or so. Okay, and you 8, think those people actually they actually see the articles you publish on LinkedIn or some kind of uh, do people? Jerry always complains about the notifications on LinkedIn. He doesn't want to see them. them You're saying that these. These busy people, they see your stuff on LinkedIn and recognize you no, from that? No they, they, no, they will see, look, I'm looking at my weekly searches, appearance, and, you know, I'm, I'm recruiting APAC added media, right? very specifically. I'm coming up on 3,400 weekly searches, appearance. So when someone's even searching for a recruiter who does that, I'm coming up. 3,400 times, right, in, in the week. So, yeah, people are seeing it. And I do posts. I have the posts, um, you know, regular status updates. And it's, it's programmed. You know, I'm not sitting there all day 
doing this, you know, I'll I'll do put all the the articles together on a Monday morning or in you know, a Sunday or whatever, and they're fired off for the week. Um, okay. So, okay. Yeah. I got a, I got another question uh, about this. Mm. Um, mm. Do you recommend for other people who aren't, let's mm. say, in Asia even, that they mm. really get a narrow a narrow niche? Is that really a a royal road to success? Um, the riches are in the niches. I, I think so. I really, I, I think when you um, know your space well, you know the people well enough, you can talk the stories, you can, when someone moves, you know, you, you know, who can then replace them. Um, look, I, I know some guys who make okay, a ton of so money. There's a, there's a saying, we all know the devil's <laughs> in the details, but your mm. saying is the riches are in the niches. Okay. So that's, oh, that's your takeaway, you everybody. Now, uh-huh. Riches are in the uh, niches. If you want a niche or okay, niche, I'm, depending yeah, on where you're Riches are in the niches. Oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. that's what those Americans say, niches. Okay, look, right. I just got a couple more questions, then we can open it up to people who want to talk about Japan, okay? Mm. And I can do some ads as well. Okay, mm. you mm. said clearly that sales is when the recruiter matches the demands of the candidate to the needs of the client. You didn't say that sales is persuading someone to do something they initially don't want to do. You said it's just conveying information, matching, uh, you know, likes. What, what is it exactly? What's the role of sales in recruiting? Yeah, no, look, I... I, I agree with you on that. It is the persuasion part. Certainly, is the sales part of the of uh, of uh, of our job for sure. And persuasion, at the end of the day, that's that's where it that's where it is. If you've got the ability um, to use all those key principles of persuasion, then then you're going to sell. You know, you definitely um, you'll make okay, it happen. Uh, well, sure. what, what principles of persuasion? Like reciprocity. You try to be a yep. nice guy so they feel they owe you something. Or, you know, Cald- um, Cialdani's uh, six principles, well, seven now, we just did the unity. Um, yeah, they look, they're, they're, they're great, and they work, right? Um, Can you give us one example? One example right now? Author- yep, authority. So in Japan, um, the Japanese are very much about group over individual. Um, and decisions that I get, uh, decision, when decisions are made, they spread it across a whole group. No one takes full responsibility, right? People take a shared responsibility. So when you come in as a leader and you express authority and you take that responsibility, they're happy to give it to you and they're happy to follow that, that person with authority. Um, and, you know, sometimes disastrously, but um, in Japan, authority is a great principle, uh, a great influence to use, especially as a foreigner. On, on a Japanese person because there is a huge gap. Um, there's a huge gap in their um, sense of stepping up and taking a position of authority. They will much prefer to be a part of the, the group, and that's what they're taught all throughout their life. But so, then how do you get um, someone to leave a company when they have a strong bond to the group? How do you get them to leave? And that's the challenge, and that's why they pay us good money here, right? Um, um, Again, yeah, your you, fees are you get, your fees are your fees are higher, like thirty-five or forty percent. Thirty-five, forty, forty-five, fifty. We've had clients pay as high as sixty <laughs> percent. It's ridiculous, right? But that's that's you know okay. they said. Now, Jerry wanted to ask you a question about mm. Japan. Jerry, you still burning? No, with that? I just wanted. I don't have a question. I wanted to talk about how is recruiting in Japan different versus other places rather than you talking about some Brazil culture experiment. I mean, you were wasting valuable time and that's all I'm saying. 
All right. I mean, what's the process there? I mean, do do most companies use agencies to hire? Is it rare? Um, is it totally accepted? Yeah, so I, I started recruiting 2001 in the market, and I've seen a, a big change over the last um, 15 years, 16 years. Recruiting, I mean, the Japan market is the second largest staffing and recruiting market in the world. It's 58, 60 billion dollar markets, half of that of the US, right? A population also a third of the US. But it's a huge market, um, and there's some massive players in it. And there's a very small, there's a niche of recruiters that, I folk, that, that I'm a part of, and we're the ones that do the foreign capitalized companies that are operating in Japan. So all these companies like the Starbucks and the G's and any, any foreign capital company, any of your Fortune 500s that are non-Japanese that are operating here, they will pretty much use um, foreign recruiters like the Robert Walters or the Robert Haas. Um, you speak English or Japanese in your daily in, work? English, English or Japanese? Always Gosh, English, he was always explaining English. some very cool stuff and you throw in a stupid question. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I, I was actually enjoying what he was having to say and you interject with crap. The guy's no, living he's in Japan have to go to a commercial. Jap- yeah, yeah, let him talk for a little bit. Work. Jeez. You know what? Yeah, I will go to commercial. Thanks, thanks, Al. I will go to a commercial. I will go to commercial. Hey, everybody. Don't make me mute, please. Uh, please don't make Everybody's telling me to mute you guys. Don't make me do it. Okay, just be quiet. Nobody's for telling you to hey, mute us. Don't oh, that's say like you a guys. Comment. Don't say you, know, you guys. After, I'm not a part of this. Delete your account. Fake news. Yeah. Okay. Hey, everybody. Yeah, big or small, we... Hey, everybody, big or small, we fit them all. At PC Recruiter, that means they make software that can be used by big recruiting teams and small recruiting teams. PC Recruiter is inclusive. It accommodates everybody, right? You might be a solo recruiter who only uses a few of the features, or you might be a giant company that uses everything. Either way, PC Recruiter loves you. And they want to take care of you, and they want to cuddle you, because big or small, we fit them all. Everybody gets good service. It doesn't matter how big you are or how small you are. So right now, I want you to turn to the person next to you and say, PC Recruiter, big or small, it fits them all. Then check them out at PCRecruiter.net. PCRecruiter.net. Okay. Hey, that didn't take long. I shortened the ad. That was great. So let's. Yeah, let's Man, go I was, back to I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I was very interested in what he let's was explaining. Yeah, but I wanted to And then to you know cut him off, English. and then you ran a stupid ad, and now I'm now I'm over <laughs> here tweeting of how ridiculous that was, and it's God, man. You know what? What would I do without someone stabbing me in the back every St- second? You, you stab your show in the back every single yeah, time dude. you jump in with crap when they're finally saying something that people want to hear. Let's uh, move on. Ty- Tyron, Tyron, yeah. just finish what you're doing. What do they call that in Japan? Harry Carey? Of your own <laughs> yeah, show? Yeah, Harry Carey. Yeah. Dude, give, so, give Tyron, Tyron a little talking. respect. He's up yeah, at yes, one in the morning real. to talk to us. <laughs> yeah. so, 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 Tyron... Yeah. So yes, these right. companies that are based, you, you say a lot of them in the U.S. that have yes. business in Japan, yes. are their searches based out of their offices in the U.S. or in Japan? Or I mean, how's that relationship and process 
Right. So, you, you know, regional in Asia, every Fortune 500 company is here, right? So whatever you have in the States, pretty much you also have here. Generally, regional headquarters are in Singapore, but then um, you will have country offices in Japan simply because Japan is the third largest economy in the world, you know, just overtaken by China recently, but it's huge. I think people forget how big Japan's economy really is. So it's huge. So you have the headquarters um, and the, the Japan country will be run separately, basically, or have its okay. you know, country head, country president, and they'll have their needs just like they have in the States. Um, on senior roles, if you're doing the, the country um, level, in the country heads, yes, the US or the regional offices will be involved in the hiring process. But pretty much everything under president will be handled um, in country. And then if it's a vice president or senior director, yes, they may okay, have to Okay, you know what? Uh, you know, we don't need every detail. None of us are going to recruit in Japan. <laughs> Again, perfect I example. I was learning yeah, okay. something there. Maureen, yeah. were you learning something there? Um, yes. You bet I am. And I'm taking notes and I'm tweeting it out. And the numbers are very interesting. Yeah. And, yeah, and okay. it's, funny uh, that, it's funny you say that, Tyrant. Emily, because Maureen was doing something in Japan just a little while ago, if I can say that. Yeah, Maureen I know. I, said her, like, I, I introduced her to you. I told her to go right. and talk to you about so it. So you just said Look, people aren't going to yeah. recruit there. And my mate is based in Colorado Springs, and he recruits in Japan. My other mate is based in Hawaii. He recruits in Japan. I've got a guy in Vancouver. He re- recruits in Japan. So, man, people recruit in this market from their home countries all the time. So, I run. Yeah. Yeah. Quick question. Is do you do you find most of the candidates are local to Japan, or is your is it mostly people coming into Japan because they want that experience? And one and a second question is: we always hear about China and other economies, but we don't hear too much about Japan in general. What's the state of the economy in Japan? Is it sounds pretty good? Um, yeah. So to your first question, ninety. Nine percent of the candidates I hire are local Japanese that are mm. bilingual, bicultural, have worked for foreign capitalized companies. Some oh. are returnees. So yeah, pretty much I. That's what local com- That's what the foreign companies want. They want Japanese guys that can speak girls and guys that can speak English. And to the second one, yeah, the, look, the Japan economy is. Um, leading up to the 2020 Olympic Games, there's, a, there's good momentum. We had a horrible time with the global financial crisis. You know what? i got to tell you, I want to ask some yeah. questions. I'm going to mute everybody. I don't care about Japan. I don't really care Jesus. about Japan. I awesome. want to ask some recruiting questions. Go ahead. Insulted guest. <laughs> no, ask him about Twitter <laughs> or something worthless. Al, Al, Alan, yeah, Alan, what's your, what's your area code so I can block you, okay? <laughs> 646. Yeah, you don't say anything unless I ask you. Okay, look, Tyron, <laughs> I, I, I think you're a good recruiter. I want to know how you recruit, okay? Because yeah. I don't think anyone's yeah. going to ask me how to recruit. Okay, you say yes. with cold calls, when you're calling mm. people, you call mm. them seven times, seven times yep. in two weeks. Yep. Lots yep. of people, Jerry says, two times tops. <clears throat> Yeah. Well, do you, how many people do you get hold of when you call them twice? <laughs> okay, but people won't. <laughs> people don't think. Yeah, they don't get mad at you. They don't think seven Never. attempts is is stalking. Nah. 
Nah, I, I, you know, I can't even think of the last time when I've called someone that many times and they've got pissed at me, especially, and this is where I talk about the difference with the, the Japanese. They're not, they, you know, it would have to be a really, really unique Japanese person to then tell a foreigner who's speaking English to them, you know, getting, you know, get, get angry at you. They may say no and hang up, but, you know, they will not go at you. They will, you know. Maintaining your why emotions. Why are you like? Are you like a? Uh, you know what? Why are you? Are you something special? Like a god? There? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> you you are you are um, special. You are different because you can operate outside the usual business norms that a Japanese person does. When I was 27 years old, starting in this business, I was meeting presidents of companies here in Japan and getting them to give me thousands of dollars to do the search. Now, if I was a Japanese person and I went to a company, they would instantly match me up with another 27 year old at my level and I would never get beyond that but as a foreigner as you know someone coming and saying hey I'm a recruiter this is what I do I, need, I want to speak to your president you really you so maybe the, it's better you, you know what maybe I should eat my words maybe it's better recruiting in Japan especially if you're a little punk who doesn't know anything they, they're yep. gonna you know give you a lot of extra leeway but hold you on I don't think there's anybody leeway. I don't think there's anybody on the line right now who would feel comfortable making seven calls to someone? Uh, I don't know how you do it, voicemails or, or what. Uh, that, that's, well, I'm not leaving. That's I'm not past, leaving are you saying there's nobody on the line that would be comfortable doing that? Call, calling a person seven times and they're going to get messages, seven messages from you? Yeah. Does anybody no, no, call people seven times? It's not, it's not necessarily seven voicemails. I mean, I, I'm not you know, saying the same thing over and over again, um, but I will display my number so they know they're getting it from me it's the same person that's calling they know it's the same person and you know i call them out and i say yeah i've called you six times but you didn't answer you know i tell them i don't like hide it and say oh oh sorry i think you missed my calls and it's like no i've been calling well here if you if you email somebody and you don't hear Mm. from them then you phone them they get the Mm. yeah i got your message now Mm. here's where jerry and alan can comment jerry and alan is it is it what would happen if you called someone seven times and they knew you called them in two weeks, seven times? Anybody got a comment? I'd, I'd do that if I was trying to get them. Jer- yeah, um, no problem. Animal, I, I, I've brought people from the States. I've brought people from Paris. I've brought people from the UK, Australia, into this market, and I've done exactly that as well. And no one has ever said, why are you, why are you calling me? Uh, I think there's a cachet, a bit of you know, cachet when I do call a person in the States and say, hey, leave a message and say, you know, I'm Tyron, I'm in Tokyo, I'm, I'm, I'm working on a yeah, project okay. for a client. Yeah, you've got all you've got all these special things going for you. You're, uh, in uh, in, in some markets, Animal, these people are getting called 20 times a day anyway. So yeah. it, it has to do with your audience. It has to do with who your customers are. He's in Tokyo. He's called, there's, there's a, everything is so individually based. Yeah. You get stuck on these damn numbers like, well, seven times. I'll call somebody 50 times if I am going to get a hold of that guy. Some people I'll call once, leave a message, and that's all I need to do, and I'm moving on. It's case by case. You're so rigid with this stuff, it blows my mind. You said, yeah, you said I, on Twitter I, that you would not go ahead, Tyron. I will if I need to. I, God, I Matty, take a damn tweet from me ten years ago, and all of a sudden I've got that engraved on my desk. <laughs> Jesus. 
when I when I'm retained on a roll, then I will go eleven contact attempts. That will include mail and calls, and then that's mm-hmm. when they get unreachable. If it's yeah. exclusive to me and the contingency, then I'm doing about seven, and then I'm I'm, I'm moving on as well. So okay, um, as your yeah, first I, point I just of find contact, that, email yeah. or phone. First point of contact, point of email contact. or phone. I will do an email. I track the. What I do is I, when I get a role that I'm working on and I start the process, once I've got the source, I will, I will bang out an email to them. I've blocked about an hour of my time, right? I bang out the email. I have it on um, Sidekick, and I see who's opening it. And as soon as I open, I call that company, call that person. And that will be my first list of people that I will call is uh, those that have opened it up in that first okay. hour. You uh, take, yeah. you take a, uh, listen to me, do you take a half an hour to craft uh, 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 an email. You read their blogs. You find out what their hobbies are. You look for your points no, of, no, you know, contact no, no. with them. No, 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 no. I don't go that far. Um, so your email you know, subject line. What is it? It doesn't say I like flaming hot Cheetos too. What does it say? No. Um, what does it, it say? I I go with two different types of emails at the moment, and um, you know, I I have a coach. I've been using Mike. Um, Gianto for a while, but I use yeah. real quick, <laughs> right? That and that just gets opened. It's amazing, but it works. It gets opened just as real a subject quick? line. That's it. Real, real quick? quick, real quick, and that that gets opened. Twenty-seven, thirty-two percent. Nuts! Wow. Real quick. Okay. Even on let me ask, when I do marketing. Let yeah. me. Okay, I got to see if Nintran's here. He's paying for this show. Okay, Nintran, are you on the line? <laughs> Let me let me see if anybody called in that I haven't opened yet. No, nope, everybody's here. You're on the line. Okay, I'm ready to do a higher tool ad. This is the guy. He's a COO. He's a COO from Higher Tool. He wants to talk about the LinkedIn extension crisis. You see, I have a, a good guest on. Go to it. Okay, so I wanted to let you guys know that Higher Tool is completely safe to use. We are very much committed to you and the community and that you have a friend in us. We don't, the extension itself doesn't do any scraping, doesn't touch any LinkedIn code, it doesn't run anything in the background, and therefore it is safe to use. Uh, the community has reported that they have called their LinkedIn reps and they have been told that Hartshow is okay to use as well. And and if you are worried, what you can do is you can check that yourself by logging out of LinkedIn and uh, seeing that the hard tool works just as fine. One way that what do you mean, logging out of LinkedIn? Yeah. You, you, you want to use it when you're in LinkedIn and you're afraid they're going to put you in LinkedIn jail. You're telling us that ain't going to happen, and you've got it from the horse's mouth. And that... I mean, you can check that Hardshow doesn't scrape or doesn't access LinkedIn by logging out, going into someone's profile, and seeing that the extension still works. Does that make sense? You know what? This guy is calling from Japan. I can hear him better than I can hear you, okay? <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> Do they this have real phones real- at Hardshow? Calling a real phone, yeah. <laughs> Next time, calling a real phone. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to declare? Higher tools safe for the masses. Anything else you want to say? Uh, I want to invite people to check out our 
sourcing AI, you'll be less dependent on LinkedIn. Um, and yeah, uh, no, nobody can hear you. I'll, I'll At least I, than- I can. <laughs> You've got a webinar come. There's a webinar for for a higher tool on at one, one o'clock, right? Uh, there, yes, there is a webinar going on. There's like 500 people or so signed up. Okay. Uh, okay, right I'm going to do an ad. Uh, we got the message out. Your yours doesn't sound too good. You know, I'm going to do an ad for you right now, okay? And then we're going to go back to the guest. I can bring you back <laughs> later, but I, I can't I can't desert them. I got Jerry and Alan and Maureen here on my back, okay? And Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Cox, a passive-aggressive back there. Hey, everybody, Hire Tool is a full, full service. In case you don't know what we're talking about, Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, is a full service sourcing tool. You tell it what you want, and it writes Boolean strings for you. Then it gives you ranked results, uh, tells you who's, you know, all the people who came back, who's the best for this job. Also tells you if they're ready to make a move. It's got telepathic power. It can tell. It knows what those people are thinking. It also guesses the salary range on those people, and it searches a ton of sites, Facebook, GitHub, and this controversial one right now, LinkedIn. They call it LinkedIn. Okay. Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. You got Nin Tran right here. If anybody wants to talk to him again about the LinkedIn crisis, he's all over Facebook. Back to our guest. Thank you, Nin. Back to our guest, Tyron. Tyron, I'm listening to your accent. Were you born in England and then went to Australia and then went to Japan? Because you don't sound like a real Australian to me. <laughs> Would that be kind You racist. No, I um, I, um, when you live in Japan and when you are surrounded by non-native speakers of English, you speak in a way to lose your accent so you don't confuse everyone. But if I want to speak really Aussie and get really Aussie and speak really Ocotilla, I can get there as well. <laughs> so, okay, like, yeah. Texas. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, no, I was okay. born in Australia. <laughs> okay. So when you call somebody, do you give mm. the name of your client? Because you, you said you were contingent searches as well. If you're on a contingent yeah, search, mm-hmm. why? Aren't you afraid that they can go around you or they'll tell other recruiters about your search? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't give them the client name until I've screened them, got their motivation, see if they're going to be a match for my client, and, uh, and then, then I'll reveal that. So, no, I don't so leave what's with your initial name. pitch? What's your initial pitch then? When you get someone on the phone the first time, what do you say? Since you're working in a, a, a niche or a niche, you oh, can actually yeah. say, look, I just want to get to know you because you're going to be working that field all the time, right? Is that, That's is that right. how it works? That's right. Yep. So generally okay. um, at the moment where I'm, where I'm focused uh, a lot at the moment is I work with a massive global e-commerce um, platform, which you probably buy stuff on. Um, and they're hiring a lot of people from the ad agency, which is great for me because a lot of ad agency guys want to get out of that business and get in the client side, as they call it. So my story when I'm approaching these guys is saying, hey, you know, um, finally, I'm glad I got a hold of you. Finally, I've got, you know, an agency person's dream job, get you onto the client side, get you making the decisions and get you out of this, you know, um, these long hours that you're working in the agency, you know, do you want to hear about it? And, you know, everyone's mm-hmm. like, yeah, tell me about that. So, <laughs> so, so let's say, let's yeah. say Jerry or Alan want to recruit. They're very interested in Japan. Let's say they want to mm. recruit in Japan. What should they do? Just look up a company on uh, on LinkedIn and call up and say, "I'm an American and I want to recruit for your company." Is that is that what they should do? Do you do that in the states? 
No, but uh, you're saying, yeah. well, you do, you're we saying we've here. got special status. They, if they call yeah. Japan, they've got special status. It's not they don't yes. have to act like they do here. No, so you no. So what I mean is, you have to act like a damn good recruiter. But the, the great thing is that your competition here especially the, the locals, they're not doing that. They're going through the protocol of going through HR. They know their position. So if you are a Westerner and you're used to um, proper headhunting and actually going after, you know, you know, passive candidates, let's, let's use that, that word. Um, um, other recruiters aren't doing that in this market. The only ones that are really doing that in this market are the foreign foreign recruiters like myself so yes if you if i was in the states and i've got mates as i said that are doing this they do exactly that but they do it with you know as as you should do it calling up a client and giving them value first and, and then saying um you know not, never asking well, do you need you know are you looking for someone what, no, what you, value you what value what does that what does that mean giving them value first what does that mean well it's it's either calling up the market and um certainly as you as you are calling into the market and you're getting intelligence from people who spill their guts, you know, recruiters, I think we become like a confessional sometimes. Um, I'll go to a competition and I'll call that president and just say, Hey, you know, <laughs> I will phrase it in a way that will say, listen, I've been calling the market. This is why I've been hearing. How does this affect your business? And they'll say, Oh, what do you mean? I haven't heard that. Oh, you haven't. Blah, 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 blah. And that leads me into a dialogue. Uh, I'm too abstract. Hey, hey, hey. That's, That's too not abstract. too abstract. I know exactly what he's talking about, and I imagine me, everybody on the me. phone does too. Give me an example, Jerry. Uh, give me an example. No. Nope. I'm okay. really know what he's talking Maybe about. Maybe Ty can give us an example. Who? Yeah. Who? Me, Ty. Tyrant, the guest? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Do you have an example, so, Tyrant? I rushed home. I, Animal, I rushed home from paddleboarding so I could hear your show today, and... For some reason, it's just not connecting with me. I don't okay, know. you ask him a question. Jo- Go ahead, Kathy. It's question. your turn. Go. No, I don't Kathy's know. corner. I'll tell you why. I, I have a, we're I have a question. talking about Japan. Go ahead. Question. Hold on. Let's see. No, no, Kathy. Kathy. <laughs> Kathy, did you say you have no question? You have nothing to contribute. You just want to blame me. Is that it? Exactly. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? Somebody else said they got a question. Was that Alan? Yeah, I have a Who legitimate question. Yes. Go ahead. Tyron, in, mm. over here in the States, um, mm. there, there's a lot of success in sort of indirect and brand, putting your brand out there. People mm. know your name instead of obviously also going directly after candidates. Over in Japan, do you find both are equal, or do you find going directly after a person's seven calls, emails, whatever? What do you, or culturally in business, what's have, what's the difference? What's most successful Japanese, for you? Okay, you've got to go. You've got to do the hunting. The Japanese okay. are extra, they do not. I mean, there's a million. There's only a million Japanese on LinkedIn. This is a country with 130 million people. There's a million of them. That's it. They don't put themselves out there. They're not out there saying, I'm looking for a job. They just don't do that. And um, you have to approach these people. They are very, I mean, they're the ultimate. This is 
everything that I'm hearing in the market now from the States that, oh, the sourcing now is the easy part. Now we're talking about engagement and getting these people and attracting them. That has always been the challenge in Japan. Always, so, always, always. And okay. how do you um, get them? How do you get and them? I'm sorry, hey, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. Can't you get to you. the point? Can't you get to the point without okay, making got, a speech in yeah, advance? I got, I got a how point. How do you find so your people? How do you find your people that's okay, what he good. wants to know how do you yes. source your candidates tools so, how yeah tools the you know for what i do there has to be english tools right and the, there isn't any that focus for the japan market so it's good old cold calling it's going through your trade and you know your trade and industry news it's going to events it's going to award shows when awards uh, when award shows are coming up and there's a list of uh you know 6000 people that won awards you go through them and you find everyone who's a Japanese person. Um, and then referrals, you've got to pump these guys to introduce you to people, but they, uh, it's very relationship based, right? So like the great, the, the great thing about that is once you have those relationships, it's a long, long burn to build a relationship in Japan. It takes a long yeah. time, but once you have that relationship, they will do everything for you and they will, even if you stuff up a few times, they will be forgiving because of that okay. relationship. So, Thanks. and clients are the same. They'll stay with you. How do you get a referral? Yeah. How do you get a referral? Um, <laughs> you, you, the way that I do it um, is, you know, when I'm meeting with these people and I'm forming that relationship with them, and I ask them. Usually, I want to get they they won't dob in a friend. They rarely dob in a friend, right? And they what they usually dob in are people who are movers what and are, are quitting their What does dob in mean? What's dob in? Mean? I don't know, what's a, um, uh, snitch on someone. I don't know, you know, if you, if you say to me, oh, who's your other best recruiter in your company? I'm not going to tell you because I might be afraid you might take them. The Japanese are the same, dob, dob in, God. Okay. Um, so they won't, they, won't, they won't give you someone poach. else. Another word for poach. But, right. So what, but what they will do is I usually ask Very them. Very good, Maureen. I, I usually ask them about the a, a vendor or a supplier <laughs> or someone, you know, you've been in a presentation, which client really impressed you? Oh, the brand manager at Coleman Camping. Cool. What was his name? Bang. So that, you know, I more source names from these people rather than, you know, referrals per se. Um, the referrals will come, but they tend to be people that are, you know, you know, active, unemployed, some of the older people. It, it's, it, it's, it's one in yeah, and are you saying five. are you saying yeah. that you have to uh, did you say that you meet with all the candidates or can you just work on the phone obviously if people are working from the US or Vancouver yeah. they're just mm-hmm. working on the phone they don't meet candidates yeah. do you meet your so, candidates yeah in my first 4 years of recruiting i solely 100% did face to face meetings my first year of recruiting i met 509 candidates face to face that i had name collected from a red phone book i had called them up, made appointments, had them come to my office, sit down with me for an hour. I did 509 of those in my first year of recruiting. Um, And these days, though, I do pretty much everything on the phone, um, and I've got good at doing it on the phone. I still think there's a lot you get when you do face to face, but I kind of, there is a joke in in the office, I'm known as the voice, because I'm... 
bit fatter now, a bit lazier, and and uh, I just find that I can I can do what I need to get done on the phone. Okay, yeah. Okay, um, you but, know what? I'm gonna teach you mm. how, uh, something about talking. Just say it once. I do it everything on the phone. Okay? I don't need two minutes after that. Yeah, because that leaves more you. room for the host to keep talking, Tyron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to do an ad. Thank you, Jerry. But uh, you know what? Before I do an ad, I want to tell everybody that Jerry has a sweet little daughter named Hannah, and she makes bow ties and bandanas for oh, cats. Yeah, she does. In fact, Maureen bought some, and Kathy, Kathy Manis bought some. They're here on the show to testify. And I'm going to buy and some she's more. Got, good, I'm going to buy they're only five too. bucks. They're only five bucks, and and she's Some got them are a, only a four. website. Some of them are less. Okay. Yeah. She, she ships she's internationally to Japan and everything. She's she's a young entrepreneur. <laughs> I'm going to buy started at a, from my brother's Eleven years old. Practice. You know, she's going to be in charge of Yahoo when she's thirty or forty. Thank okay. You. Or some. Yeah. 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 Or and, Uber. And, and I, yeah, I just want to give her a website. The Marissa Meyer if, if, of tomorrow. Yeah. If the yeah, if these guys would let me, I'll tell you that you can find her at uh, com. And if you don't know how to spell bandana, Google will tell you. They don't have to know it's on Etsy. They just have to know Bandanas by Hannah, okay? H-A-N-N-A-H. Okay, thank you, Animal. I appreciate that. But that doesn't soften up my tone any today. We have got, this guy is legit, okay? And you're asking him about how do you get a referral. How many voicemails do you leave? Your your perspective is so so tunnel vision, so myopic. It's sad. No, I don't agree. It's 1.30 in the morning for this guy, 1.45. I want to know about yeah. competition. You know, Jerry, I'll let you ask a question. Do, do, Hold on. do your let customers? I'm asking a question. Hold on. Let me finish. You, no, another let me ad. Do, no, let me do my God. ad, and I'll let you do. Oh, I'll let you do a ask a question. I'll let you ask a question if you let me do this ad, okay? And in fact, I know you're going to let me because. No, no, you be quiet. Yeah, somebody's paying for this show, okay? And it's not you. You just complain. You and Jerry and Alan and Michael, everybody stab me in the back every two seconds. Let somebody do an ad for a second. Hey, everybody, the other day on my Facebook group, there was a guy named Stephen Schwartz. And you know what he said? He said, PC Recruiter offers great support and features that help me make placements. It helps me make placements. It's totally worth the cost compared to the value. And here's Nick Mazur, M-A-Z-U-R. We use PC Recruiter, and we love it. I've demoed tons of systems, and PC Recruiter has the most robust features. Robust. Okay? Sounds like the clothing industry for women. Uh, And here's somebody else. I'm a solo recruiter, and I use PC Recruiter. And I'm pleased, even though I probably don't use all the functions. And remember what I said before, big or small? They suit them all. So go to PCRecruiter.net and tell them that Animal sent you. And back to my great guest, and Jerry from nowhere, Indiana, wants to ask him a question. Go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead. Uh, thank you, thank you. Again, I uh, appreciate your time today, Tyron. <laughs> okay, here in the States, oftentimes, at least in my market, which is IT, computer staffing, in contingent recruiting, these companies might have five, six, seven agencies, mm-hmm. as well as doing their own 
job posting and LinkedIn and uh-huh. using the job boards. How do companies size up in terms of competition in Japan and for these roles? Are you working exclusively? Do you find that the companies are always looking to say they already had that candidate or describe mm-hmm. that just a little bit? I mean, do you have to fight right. for your fee as much? Um, no. I mean, once you do a negotiation with the client, they pretty much stick to it and you rarely get, um, um, you know, trouble with, with collecting fees. So that's that's a great point. Are they um, running ads oh, all the time also and they, racing to find the person they, too? Yeah, they look – they they – only recently, only in the last kind of three years, have started to have in-house recruiting teams, and they mm-hmm. tend to be very, very junior people who don't know what they're doing, and and and, and you know are generally, and this sounds horrible, but they're the ones that failed on the agency side. And I know mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, that's not a, it's that's the case in Japan. Um, a company will use about 40 to 50 recruiting firms on one search at a time. It's ridiculous. And they will do group group seminars and they will bring 40 to 50 recruiters in and they will brief everyone at once. Now we're learning something. No, we're not, Jerry. No, No, we're not. We don't work in that. We don't yeah, work God. in that atmosphere. We don't have any takeaways from that. That doesn't change <laughs> no yeah. anything. Oh, my God. But, but oh, if you want to be goodness. successful across this market, this is where you, you will dominate. Uh, the, everyone, all these junior recruiters and the, most of these recruiters are afraid to talk to presidents, are afraid to talk to directors. And this is why my friends that are in Hawaii and are billing the you know, 800000 to $1.2 million a year and in Colorado Springs doing that, that's what they do. They, they, they have no fear in contacting the senior people and they're getting searched. They're getting retained from outside the market to do you know, key roles in the Japan market. It's crazy. Well, there's a whole plethora of recruiters here that could do how it do as well. Up, awesome. how, do they pick up, how do they pick up searches? They find the president's name and just call through? What do they say yep. exactly? This gossip, industry gossip, like you said a minute ago, how do they pick up the search? Well, it's it's if it's director level search, then certainly you know you will you want to pitch that to a a um, president. And the same thing, you go to the people that you have already met in your life as a recruiter, and then you say to them, hey, this is what I've heard that could be in Japan. This is something that you know I know that you're interested in. Can I make a bit of a teaser? And I'm going to contact you know Bob at ABC Company, and I'm going to give a teaser about him and see if he's interested in someone like you for that role. And you give the call and you do the pitch and and you chase that guy seven times over a couple of weeks until he answers that that phone and call. Are you takes relocating? Are you relocating people from the United States to Japan yes. a lot? Yes. No. Uh-huh. Not a I lot. Quit. Not not a lot time. I got a few questions. Okay. You said that in the family is important in Asia, mm-hmm. and a father-in-law or mother-in-law mm-hmm. can turn mm-hmm. a candidate off yes. taking a job with you because the yes. company is not Japanese. You already said yes. most of your clients aren't Japanese companies. How do you fight that? Say, forget your mother-in-law? What does she know? What do you do? Um, so this is the way you fight that is you, you be smart with your recruiting and go after the low-hanging fruit in the sense of I will recruit for – for, you know, I will recruit from the direct competitors that are foreign capital companies. I mean, I try to do everything as easy as possible. Why well, get a ladder, climb the tree, go up into the top branch and pick the, you know, shiny red apple when I can walk under the tree and just pick the green one. Um, you know, I go for 
it, it makes sense. I know these problems are going to occur, so I'm not going to try to take someone from Toyota and move him to BMW. He's just not going to move. So why do that? So you've got to get smart with who you target, and that's, that's where a lot okay, of things Okay, i got one more question. Fail. I'll open it back up to the guys who want to know all about Japan. Uh, you said you're using Mike Chianta. You sound like a very mm. experienced person. You've been mm. in the business mm. for a long time. Why mm. did you decide to go for a coach? Um, well, I mean, you know, look at any professional athlete. They all have coaches. So, yeah, there's no difference, and I think in a professional recruiter having a coach as well, you know, Great they keep point. you account, they keep you accountable. Um, you know, it's the schlumps that don't have coaches, right? It's the guy who's playing C grade basketball on the weekend with his buddy that doesn't have a coach. It's you know, it's the the top tier guy that has a coach. So you know, all my mates that are that are top, you know, the, and when I say top recruiters, there's a couple that are the seven figures, but many, the 600,000 to 800,000 range, all of them, all of them have coaches. So okay. Um, okay. I do it because I get very lazy. Is there any, okay. Is there anybody on the line now, aside from Jerry and Alan, who wanted to ask a question? I Phil from England is here. You got anything to say? No. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> Amazing. I didn't even <laughs> is that know. Your- it's always the English guys, isn't it? Can you hear me? Was <laughs> English. I'm not coming on this show if I'm going to be abused like this. Wait a well, minute. Did you come here for abuse? Okay. Or are you nobody abuse takes or more abuse than me. Okay. Any, so nobody's got a question. So, okay. So Alan and Jerry want to find out all about. Japanese food or something like that. No, Go ahead. Animal, no, no. I, I've got a question for you, Animal. Why wouldn't you want? to know all about the differences between mm-hmm. Japanese and North American recruiting. When you have a because Japanese recruiting, recruiting expert, why, why don't you? Why, why are you so limited? And if you don't, why are you insulting okay, him? From now on, only Toronto recruiters and Toronto <laughs> discussion. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's perspective, man. And yeah, everything... One of my friends it's is my, based uh, in Toronto. One of my friends is Japan. one of my friends uh, is based in Toronto, and he does legal recruiting here in Japan, and um, uh-huh. and that's what he does. He will come and fly here every three or four months, spend a week here, go back to Toronto. Lives in Toronto, married to a Japanese, but he does recruiting from Toronto. In Are you a solo but, recruiter, or, or do you do you have, do you work with? Uh, do you have a team? I mean, you work by yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm solo. I'm an independent contractor that I consult to this company. Um, so I don't. I don't. Um, I have a researcher that I that I get to do my name collecting per se. Um, but I don't have a team of associates under me, which I did in the past. I got a question for Maureen. Yeah. I have a question for Maureen. You still there, Maureen? Yes, I'm here. Maureen. Yeah. So did you actually do sourcing in Japan, and you don't speak Japanese? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. You spoke English without any difficulty? You had oh, it no was problems? not easy. It was not easy. Um, when I would call, I would um, say, this is Maureen calling from the United States. I would ask if they spoke English. Most of them did. Um, I soon learned that my most effective um, way of being able to penetrate was to learn their internal dial system, and so I... Um, would just so start calling you know in. This guy led me to believe they would say, "Oh, white goddess, what can I do for you?" Okay, and that's, <laughs> that's not what that's not what happened. White goddess. 
Jesus. Well, the type of information I was asking for was very sensitive, and they were very cautious. Okay. I'm going to show exactly on what this. It was. We're talking about I'm I'm calling and offering something, right? Maureen was calling and trying to get something. That that was the difference. Oh, and just good... just an interesting point. Interesting point. You know, I'm in a group of of guys. There's about a hundred of us that are across the globe recruiting. And one thing, you know, our metrics are kind of the same. It washes out to pretty much the same in terms of, you know, everyone does about um, two sends about two resumes to a client and they'll get one interview. Everyone does about seven to eight first um, interviews leads to a placement. Um, you know, it's remarkable that in all these different markets, uh, a good recruiter is getting, certainly if they're contingency or exclusive, obviously it's a little bit different when you're doing purely retained stuff, but the metrics are pretty same right around um, multiple markets, Japan, Australia, UK, England, South, Af- South Africa. The metrics what are about pretty Vietnam? similar. Do you, do you recruit to Vietnam? Do you work in uh, Vietnam as well? I've I've recruited in in, um, in in I was gonna say South Vietnam. My dad's a Vietnam vet, so it swim in my mind. Um, I've I've recruited in Ho Chi Minh City, um, and it I, there though I was recruiting for foreigners actually for an ad agency, so bringing uh-huh. a creative talent uh-huh. to that market, not a local Vietnamese. Can I ask okay. A okay, fine. Yeah. Go, Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. Can I ask? I have to behave like animal to get through. I'm going to ask a question. Everybody yeah, you have to. That's the show. And Go ahead. You. Be quiet. So, when I <laughs> recruited in Japan, I found the Japanese very, very cautious people. They were very mm-hmm. suspicious of why I was calling. And they're mm-hmm. very, very loyal to their employees. Mm-hmm. So, if you're calling them about another job, there's almost like they feel very, very... I think they feel um, that they're being, and they feel disloyal by even mm-hmm. speaking to you. It's like, yes. why would I talk to you? I obviously love my company. That's why I'm here. You know. So what? What is the magic kind of words, or what is the way around that, and what is the best approach to Japanese people to help me in the future? Thank you. Right. Well, um, the the. The, the, the biggest time saver I can say is avoid hunting from domestic companies. I mean, it, it's, it's that basic because moving a long timer into a domestic company, there has to be a massive pain point that they have for them to move out of the Toyota or the Dentsu or the, or the Panasonic, right? It is, it is, um, you, if you are going to be recruiting this market, likely you'll be recruiting the foreign capital companies. And well, there's enough foreign capital Yeah, you know what? I mean, he told you. He answered your question five minutes ago. You know, really. Yeah, that, that was, you know, that. hold on a second. Uh, Dad, I found that enlightening. Jeez, yeah. man. What, it, yeah. it, it is Why do you keep cutting this man off? I've added <laughs> great value, animal. Would you listen the, to me? The great thing is. You know what I mean? When you say when you say it's restrictive, the great thing you've got to remember, right? If you make twelve placements in this market, that's thirty six. That's three hundred sixty thousand bucks that you've made, right? So you know you don't need to work a thousand roles. You, working two roles a month and filling them, you're going to make six hundred thousand bucks in this market. Uh-huh. What so, is the base? You know, when you, you, know say, Ron, when you say restrictive, you know it's not that restrictive. Actually, right? it's a niche. I have a question. Do you, do you find that the younger generation are more open to these types of calls? Is there a generational yeah. kind of 
Yes, yes, absolutely. The the new the newer people, but junior candidates are the worst to deal with. So the yeah. the, the yeah, really yeah, the, I had a the junior core, and it was really you know I was like yeah, they're horrible, like, horrible, yeah. horrible, horrible, horrible. So you know I kind of target thirty two to thirty eight. 32 to 40, and then 40 to 45 is my kind of targets. Quick, yeah. quick question, Tyron, is so yeah. over there, or from the gentleman in England, what are the general salary ranges that you work in, and what are the general salary ranges mm-hmm. in your market mm-hmm. space? Because it sounds like they might be much higher than they are in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the, 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 at the high end, at the executive level, actually country managers in Japan are not paid anywhere near what you would see in the States. So you will see a country head looking after a couple of hundred people. He's going to be making twenty to uh, 200000 to $250,000, right? So it's not, it's not the numbers that you see in the States at all. But then the, the general... That seems higher than here. I don't know. Really? Yeah, okay, look. For a, a country head? No, and then the most of the ones that I work are between eighty thousand to one hundred and fifty thousand. Um, mm. Usually, usually I tag, I try to do roles that are going to net me um, thirty-one thousand and above in fee. So usually, it has Boy, to be at least one hundred. Well, we're going to have a strategy and refocusing <laughs> mission. You know me what? And you. You know, um, no, this has been a totally mismanaged <laughs> show. Imagine no, you got to squeeze you, an ad in. Yeah, you know what? Here, here, I got to tell you something. I was just an exclamation. $31,000, that's a lot of money, and I was impressed. Now, I got to tell you something about the show. You and Alan should go start your own show if you hate this one and take Kathy with you, okay? I thought Ooh. this was a good show. Our own show. We just I want this. I might just do that. I thought this was a good show. This guy's got a lot to share with us. I hope he comes back. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning there. We should let him go now. And, look, I wanted to ask him a lot of questions, like, can you teach a monkey to recruit? It's all my faves, right? Ridiculous. Stupid. I didn't didn't get a chance. Okay, so I want to thank everybody. I want to thank Alan. I want to thank Alan Fleur. Spell your name, Alan, because I can't. F-L-U-H-R-E-R. And, by the way, Animal, really quick, Nin should call him because with only a million on LinkedIn in Japan and all the other people in Japan, big opportunity for Nin in Japan. There is huge potential. I don't want any thanks, Animal. Don't even mention my name. I don't want to be associated with this show. (laughs) Jerry Albright, Jerry Albright, Jerry Albright. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's him. Don't forget it. And his daughter, Hannah, okay? And I didn't mention Jim Durbin didn't call in, but what's the name of his website for training? He's a good – he's a smart guy. I'm telling you, uh, Tyron, if you're looking to talk, find mm. smart people, and he charges reasonable prices. What is yep. it? Yep. Uh, sourcing Work Labs. SourcingWorkLab.com. I think that's it. Uh, I want to thank Kathy Manis, even though she had nothing nice to say to me today. I'm impressed <laughs> she came back just to listen to the show and criticized me. Maureen, the goddess of phone sourcing. I won't say white goddess because I don't want to get in trouble again. Okay? Bill <laughs> from England. Bill G. Cox. You.
okay, Animal was okay, but the show itself, I just... Same old thing. As a recruiter, there's there's nothing I'm going to now take to my desk, and I am in a state of constant listening, learning, and applying. That's my thing. I got Mm -hmm. nothing from this show. I'm not going to do anything new. That's what I'm looking for in my learning phase of my career. Why do you bother? Uh, I'm here, Jerry. Andy, what did you think of the show today? I missed it. I was uh, involved in uh, trench warfare. Man, I got to tell you, I'm... Hey, Animal, mute the person that's doing the beeping. Okay, area code 203. I'm off now. I'm going to have some lunch. What are you going to have? Don't you worry about that. Just handle your show. Hey, I'm not worried about it. I was seeing if you were interesting. Andy Gregory, I'm sorry to have... Yeah, no, no problem. Uh, no, I understand. Uh, we have to take care of uh, housekeeping. Um, I, uh, you know, man, I, I, I'm sure the guy's a nice guy. Uh, as a guest, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say it was, it was kind of on the plainer side of vanilla, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really 